This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oklahoma plus 175. I would need bigger odds to bet. Yeah, what a dumb bet. I would need bigger odds to bet Oklahoma plus 175. Texas, your quarterback that won the Manning. He's not playing this year. But congratulations. Texas plus 230 to win it all. What a dumb bet. Oklahoma State, 7-1. to one. What a dumb bet. Baylor, RG3 is coming back. Now you're talking my language. Yep, seven I thought the one. same thing. TCU, the Horn Frogs. Josh Doxon's not walking through that door, but he's in the press box. 10-1. to one. Decent bet. K-State, 15-1. to one. Is that where you're stopping it? I like the number for K-State. Why? So, you're back in K-State? Remember how much I loved them last year? Over five and a half? Unfortunately, yes. And then they started, what, six and one? That was the easiest bet that I ever hit. They yep. were competitive, man. They beat Oklahoma a couple years ago. I, I like K-State a lot, actually. I like that number 15 to one. But we could keep going. Like I, I noticed Iowa State at 18 to one. If this is last year and that's the price, maybe. I do like Matt Campbell a lot, but they lost pretty much everybody, man. Yeah, they did. You know, obviously, Brees Hall's gone. He's in the league now. He's probably going to end up being the best running back that was selected. Um, so I'm out on Iowa State, but just seeing that price is kind of crazy. The, the Big 12, I would say, is probably the hardest conference to pick right now. Pac-12 is up there when you see USC 2-1. to one. Um, A lot of love for Lincoln Riley, obviously. I think Utah is the value pick there. But the Pac-12, I could see – I can't see Oklahoma winning this conference. No. I can't see Texas right now. I could see Oklahoma State, Baylor, TCU, and maybe even Kansas State being a sleeper. Mm. I like Baylor. They're a tough team, very physical, looked good at the end of last year. Yeah, they won it last year, man. Yeah. And I like Dave Arenado a lot. You know, you have that defensive coach. Why- he actually had some head coaching. Uh, he, he might end up, he was going to go somewhere else, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, if you look what he's done. I think it, he was like, maybe they were looking at him for Oregon's head coaching gig. Yeah, his name was mentioned with Oregon. He, uh, it, like, he's been very underrated for a long time. And people think of him as just like this defensive-minded head coach. But for some reason, he has just figured out Lincoln Riley. He's the one dude in that conference. And I know Lincoln Riley's gone, so it doesn't matter now. But he was the one guy that had figured him out. And that's why they beat Oklahoma. They beat him again last year, actually. I said two years ago. They beat him the last two years because he just figured out everything that they do. Um, offensively, you know, they improved a little bit. His first year there, they only averaged 23 points per game and only averaged 4.4 yards per play. Last year, they finally bumped up to 31 points per game, 6.3 yards per snap. Blake Shapin comes back. Uh, he actually beat Bohannon in the spring to become the starting quarterback. Just a lot of question marks, but I like them a lot defensively. It's just if you look at their schedule, so they have some – Tough non-conference games. They play BYU. I think BYU is going to be pretty tough this year. And then they have road trips to, they play at Texas, at Oklahoma, and West Virginia. So that's the only scary thing, man. That's three tough road games. Yeah, yeah. and they, they lost six players in the NFL draft, so that nucleus is pretty much gone. Um, but, you know, I think that this team really does have what it takes to, if I'm looking at how open the field is, that's the one team that I look at and say, the identity is good. The coaching is good. And I think that the the Baylor's taking a bold step in, in opening the quarterback competition as well. So, yeah, I, I would probably take them at 
at seven to like, one. Like Oklahoma's plus one seventy five only. We're not even getting two to one odds just because they are Oklahoma because of the name, right? Because it's almost like people forgot that uh, Lincoln Riley was gone. Right. You bring in a whole new coaching staff, and I like. I mean, Brent. the staff. I mean, the staff is not bad. Though. No, I mean, you bring no. in Brent Venables. Yeah, I he's mean, a he's he knows what he's doing, and then you get the transfer Dylan Gabriel out of UCF. He can throw that thing. Yeah, it's just weird that they have a defensive minded head coach. You know that he finally left uh, Clemson after all those years there in. For the first time in forever, Oklahoma has a defensive-minded head coach. Because when you think Oklahoma, you think here's a team that's going to score 50 points and they're going to give up, you know, 48. Yeah. And everything's always going to be a sweat. Like, that's been the problem. Their secondary's been trashed the last couple of years. They just lost so much, man. Obviously, they lose Caleb. I mean, they lose their starting quarterback. He's at USC. Um, so they're going to rely on, oh, man. I don't know what they're going to look like. Dylan Gabriel's there, I keep forgetting, from uh, Central Florida. Yeah. He transferred over there. Yeah, I'm right. out on Oklahoma this uh, year. Yeah. No, Dylan Gabriel is decent. He's decent. He's decent for a team that's in transition like this. But, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Did they lose? They got uh, Nick Benito defensively. He's gone. Perrion Winfrey's gone. Isaiah Thomas is gone. Mims is back at receiver. Like, he was the one dude that they were able to keep. I just... I don't know what that offense is going to look like, man. It's going to be, I would just probably, they're probably going to try to run a lot of um, the old stuff, but I think it's going to be a two, three year, not really a rebuild, but I think they're like a seven, eight win team. I'd be higher on Oklahoma state, man. They went 12 and two last year. Their most wins since 2011, I believe under Mike Gundy. They're always tough defensively. Malcolm Rodriguez is gone. He was awesome. He had 131 tackles last year, but the secondary is still tough. Um, They bring back Tay Martin. The only problem is they do have some tough road dates, man. Kansas State, Baylor, and Oklahoma. Hmm, that's rough. Yeah, that's rough. And then obviously Texas is always going to be hyped up, especially now because uh, they have two top quarterbacks. Although obviously, uh, you know, Arch Manning's not going to be the starting quarterback this year. But they have that Quinn, uh, the, that dude that left um, Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers out of yeah. uh, that left uh, Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah, the mullet man. Mm-hmm. Quinn Ewers is there. Hudson Cards there. They're having they're having a quarterback battle right now. They I got Bajon Robinson there too. Xavier Worthy, Isaiah Nior, all those guys really skilled good, in dude. the wide receiver position. Yeah, we we'll figure out this year, I guess. But I'm definitely not backing Texas. I mean, you probably no. should just maybe bet them to, to, I don't know, win a bowl game. But I'm not betting them to win the Big Twelve. Yeah, they went five and seven last year. I can't do it. No, I really I really think, and I haven't done it yet. I haven't really fully. Uh, dove into the uh, Big 12. Yeah, I would probably go Kansas State, though. I really would, man. So they bring back Deuce Vaughn, who was awesome last year. The only thing that's a little concerning, uh, Adrian Martinez, after 15 years, it seemed, at Nebraska, is now their starting quarterback. 30 interceptions in four years. <laughs> yeah, that's man. Insane. Just want to let that, that, that let that be known. He's cost me some money the last couple of years at Nebraska, but they're tough defensively. They're always a sleeper team. They're going to win at least seven, eight games. I would maybe go with them 15 to 1. Like this is the year that you could you could go after a long shot in the Big 12 because Oklahoma's no longer Oklahoma. They're leaving the Big 12 anyway. Texas, maybe next year is the year to fully buy in at Texas. I want to see who ends up winning that job. I, Kansas I thought, State just don't got no DBs. They got to play defense. I Their secondary it, is trash. Yeah, that's true. I, I thought it was funny when everybody's like, how is Texas going to make this work with these two five-star recruits? Like they had the same problem when uh, Chris Sims and Major Applewhite were there. <laughs> Like 50 years ago, it seems. I always think it's funny when guys are like, man, they have too much talent. Man, shut up. There Some is teams no such have thing. not, a, they don't have enough talent. You're not winning. 